salt and light. Hey everyone, welcome back to Salt and Light. I'm Janice. And I'm Bonnie. And we're thankful for you guys to join us again on another another episode. Yeah. Um, this episode, I think we might continue, maybe not like consecutively, but continue talking about because there's so much like involved in it, you know, aspects to it. And we're gonna talk about marriage. Um, today and before we get into the topic just want to mention again if you have any topic suggestions or you just want to reach out and say hi email us salt and light spelled out salt and light 1111 at gmail.com and now we're also on amazon music so if you have an amazon account i think we mentioned it last time too we did um you can Play it on your Alexa if you have an Alexa. Did you know that, Bonnie? Because you, I know you have an Alexa. I do. I didn't know can, that. Really? Yeah, you can. You can say because I looked it up. You can say to the Alexa, "Play Salt and Light podcast," and it Ooh. should it should come up or play podcast Salt and Light. There's like a whole thing like you could tell Alexa different things or like right. next episode. But yeah, you can listen to it on your Alexa oh, now. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, so you can. I don't have an Alexa. I have one, and then she never worked. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, like she she just stopped playing music whenever she felt like it. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes I tell my Alexa she's disrespectful. Does she talk back? Because she don't listen. No. Does she? Oh, she does the same thing back. I thought it was like Siri, like they talk back. Sometimes she does talk out of nowhere. Like we'll yeah. just yeah, and she'll just talk, and I'm like, what the? Heck? Yeah, I'm not trying to have that at my house, and the next thing you know, I'm rebuking it. You know, like <laughs> creeping me out, throwing it out the window. Grandma status with your robe, my rebuke, and they probably and then again, neighbors they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, here she goes again." There she goes again. <laughs> what she's doing now, Bob? Like she's rebuking the, the Alexa, Alexa. <laughs> or something. Like <laughs> no, yeah, I'm easily freaked out about stuff. So any little thing, I'm like, "Oh, what's that? Huh? Hello, somebody?" So I'm not gonna do that. But for those who have an Alexa and an Amazon account, it's free. Um, and we want to know or hear you guys' opinion. So message us if you're on our Instagram. What's our Instagram again? Salt and Light Podcast with an S. Yeah. <laughs> uh, reach out to us. And we're thinking about starting our own Amazon shop if we ever figure yes. it out. If we, yeah, I have to, yep. I'm going to have to call them that number. That's right. I got to call that number today. Yeah, call the customer service because it's not going to be a joy. we're trying Mm -hmm. to open an Amazon shop. Let us know if you would be interested. Right now, we just have the Salt and Light mugs, um, which we have put on our Instagram. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us. I was going to mention my friend, uh, Monica. Monica, if you're listening, shout out to her. Hey, Monica. Yeah, she, um, I told you, her, her husband, like, they pretty much stole my mug. They didn't steal it, but they were like, how come we don't have one? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't think you wanted one. So anyway, yeah. um, they have it. But I actually saw the the other morning yesterday, I think, on her stories on Facebook. And they uh-huh. thought she, she posted that she was making her coffee and she was using our mug. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Thanks uh-huh. for your support. We appreciate yeah. everyone who even supporting like buying a mug or even just giving an encouraging word because, you know, we all need encouragement. Right, everyone, yeah. all of us. Yeah, and they they did buy the mug. You know, they were like, yeah, whatever. And I, even though I didn't expect them to, but 
yeah they did, you know so i yeah so i just wanted to mention that because yeah, yeah that's nice and we're selling it you know just so everyone knows for <laughs> 10 bucks plus shipping and handling so if you live in somewhere uh, zimbabwe because we can't you know we're not rich right now <laughs> but <laughs> maybe later on yeah later on maybe but we'll you know it was, it'll be 10 and then plus whatever the shipping and handling is you can reach out to us email us on our instagram hopefully we have the amazon shop up where we will share the link and hopefully have more things to put up on our amazon shop you know yeah. if anybody don't know like nobody knows bonnie's full of ideas I know, oh my god, she always and gets she's on the little idea factory, but I'm more of the <laughs> executioner. Listen, I look, I am not killing people, but people. like I execute. I, I, no, look, I do like the execution and all that. Well, you know what I mean, planning, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but sometimes when it gets too detailed, I get very flustered. Yeah. I can't deal with the minor details, I just want to just do it, and then it's like, mm-hmm. I'd rather just hire somebody. Well, that's why God put us together, right? Um, because you have more of the ideas. I have more of the, you know, the project management. How is it actually going to get done? And then, you yeah, know. Yeah, me, I'm just like, let's just do it. You know, like. Yeah, you're like, yeah, let's do an app. And I'm like, okay, how? <laughs> how? I don't know. We're going to wait up. on God and God will provide. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so it's good to have that, that balance. Because if we were two idea people, we'll get nothing done. <laughs> we'll just have all the ideas. But if we were two like me, then we'll just be like, we'll have no ideas. Oh, yeah. And then we would just be super stressed. Yeah, we'll know. just be stressed all the time. And we probably would have never even started. <laughs> so thank God. Right. In all his infinite wisdom, he knows, you know, what to do. And that kind of ties into marriage. Yes. Right? So we're going to talk about, you know, the sanctity basically of marriage the, you know, the unity, the purity of marriage, what God intended for marriage to be as well, like the purpose as well as um, the roles in a marriage. Right. So it's just kind of like a groundwork or framework for marriage in general. And then hopefully later on in other episodes, we can get more detailed into to things. Yeah. Um, but so in the beginning, right. In Genesis, it talks about in Genesis one twenty seven. It talks about um, God creating male and female in His own image, right? And so when God created Adam, He said, "It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him." And that's in Genesis chapter two verse eighteen. So here we see this is the first marriage, right? Like what God intended from the beginning, before the fall as well what he intended for us to be like so he created male and female he didn't create any other any gender other, yeah there's only two mm-hmm. okay and sorry yeah. if that disappoints people but um, that's what it says in the bible right um and so for us to be each other's helpmates we're we're supposed to be different Right. Right. Like we're talking about with me and Bonnie, like we're different, but we're supposed to be different. And so in Genesis 2, 24, it says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Yes. And so, you know, it's just saying that, you know, now two becomes one where Mm. there were 
maybe two separate purposes, two, you know, different lives. lives Exactly. Now it's becoming one life. And I know, um, you know, I'm only two years married, but um, I know that that has been a struggle for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think especially, you know, I, I advise and I didn't do this and I advise people to get counseling, godly counseling. Oh yeah. I definitely agree with that too. I feel like you did, right? Did you? No, no. That's what I was going to say. I feel like that is a good idea because, um, even though if you think you don't, even though if you think you don't need it, Mm -hmm. you should do it because I wish that my husband and I would have done that too. Cause we, you know, we got married. It was just, everything happened so fast. We were young and, and everything like that. And for the first like few years of our marriage, it was rough. It was very, and I feel like we didn't really have anyone to really like lead us down the right path and to give us kind of like a really good example. Like, yeah, you know, a little bit there, but like, we just had to rough it out. Like we had to figure things out. You know, it was a lot of fighting. It was a lot of like, I'm done. It's probably because you didn't, well, I don't know. I'm speaking for you, but I'm just saying because this is how I think of it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people, including myself, Mm -hmm. didn't know what it meant to be married. Right. No. Like we, we kind of just think it's going to be you get married. It's going to be a fairy tale, you know, like it's yeah. going to be like yep. on the movies. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really know what to expect. Like you kind of have an idea. Mm-hmm. But again, like even though my husband and I, we dated for six years on and off, you know, but for mm-hmm. six, yeah, it was a long distance. It was a whole mess. But anyway, um, <laughs> we never really lived together, obviously. So now uh-huh. you're getting married now, obviously you're living together. You're like, what is that in the word? You're joining two and it becomes one and you're trying to just figure things out and you know, you're in each other's faces all the time now, instead of like, yeah. again, it's a lot. Yeah. It's, it was a lot. And so it was very, yeah. For like the very, like for the first few years of marriage, it was very rough. Yeah. And arguing. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, of course, most importantly, before you get married, pray and get confirmation that the person that you are marrying uh-huh. is from God. And mm-hmm. even and even still, okay, because God has confirmed to me that my husband's my husband. I know no with no doubt. But even with that, there's still problems. And why? It's because yeah. of, you know, when you come together too, you're also bringing baggage that maybe you're not even aware oh of. Yeah. Um, and then so when you come together, it kind of comes to light in a way because like Bonnie said, you're in each other's faces, you're who's gonna clean that toilet, who's gonna uh-huh. take the dogs for, you know, whatever, yeah. who's gonna do this, who's gonna do that. And in conversation, it, that baggage, if there's anything unhealed right. in your heart, like I've had, uh, if you haven't listened to my testimony in season one, I've had a lot of hurt just yeah. in, in relationships, all type of relationships, not just boyfriend, girlfriend, but, you know, friendships. Mm-hmm. And so through those damaged relationships where I was hurt over and over and over again, time and time after again, mm. it made me cold. Mm. And I didn't even notice mm. that it made me cold. Wow. Um, and so it made me, I didn't have any compassion. And I didn't think that I had that problem until, right. you know, God had to, show me yeah 
And he's still dealing with me with that because I have unresolved hurts in my heart that made me unable to not only give love to my husband, but also to receive love from him. Yeah, that's true. I could I couldn't even receive it. Yeah. Because I was always waiting for something bad to happen, kind of. Right. Yeah. I would say the same thing with me. I kind of had more of the mentality of like, you know, we spoke about this before, like strong woman, Latina woman. I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna don't tell me what to do you ain't gonna talk to me like that you know very mm-hmm. attitude very and i still have an attitude here and there i'm not gonna you know but i barely barely <laughs> i don't know what she's talking about listen when it comes out and and it's funny now right because like in the beginning like even when we were dating and then even when we got married like tally my husband i felt like he was kind of used to my attitude right and then now mm-hmm. it's so weird because god has changed me and he's still working on me Mm-hmm. he'll never stop working on us right so but god has changed me a good amount and so now it's funny because now when i do have an attitude yeah like, nowhere he's like shocked he's like but where's this coming from but what happened like what you know like it, he that's kinda, why you gotta have balance bonnie you gotta bring that attitude know, out, once gotta, a week. out you know yeah um but <laughs> I would say that, that's how i was in the beginning i was very just like attitude because i felt like that's how i needed to be you know, like we needed, I needed to be like that so that I'm not taken for a fool. Mm-hmm. You said God revealed to me, you know, uh, cause you know, I, like we always do, right. We pray for our husbands to change. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, my, uh, change my husband, change my, but then God's like, but what about you? Mm-hmm. God had to change me first mm-hmm. order for him to work everything out. He had to change me first because without changing me, yeah. I was probably going to hinder and mess up the whole thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. My own, you know? And so it was very hard when God tries to break you of something that you're so Ooh. used to. Yeah. Oh my God. Even the little things I've told you, even the little, the, the, the smallest, stupidest things that somebody would be like, okay, what's the big deal? But for yeah. me, it was a deal because I was very, you know, like if I would get mad at him, I wouldn't talk to him. Yeah. For like weeks. Weeks. I would not talk to him because yeah. I wanted to know how mad I was. Uh-huh. And it was like, I thought I was punishing him. Mm-hmm but I was really punishing myself. And so I would do little things like I wouldn't like, you know, uh, serve him, even though I, you know, I don't have to, but you know, I, I do it just cause I want to, mm-hmm. I wouldn't serve him or I wouldn't like just little things or like, God would be like, put in my heart to bring him a cup of coffee mm-hmm. when I was mad at him. Yeah. And that's hard with that. Okay. I would fight with that. Like I was very petty mm-hmm. uh, and God had to break that off for me. And, yeah. But now that he did because I see I'm starting to see and I have seen yeah. little little the mm-hmm. fruit. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we're perfect and we don't have our issues, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, I, I've definitely seen God work. Yeah, well. and it's uh, you know you are someone who's kind of went through that, but God is still working and broke you free. I'm still breaking free. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my foot is out the barn, but yeah. that other foot's behind still. <laughs> It's a very painful thing because like Bonnie said, you know, when you grow up a certain way, you know, we both have Puerto Rican moms, mm-hmm. you know, and they're very strong willed and, oh. and that could be good, but it also could be damaging and yeah, yeah, damaging because we're taught to be, yes, we, we could be strong women, Mm-hmm. But God also has a role for wives. So here in Ephesians, just since it ties into it, Ephesians 5, 22, it says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. 
For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. And that's what you were just talking about. Submission, you know, we think it's weakness. You know, I see it all the time. Like we always think, and I thought that too, submission is weakness, but it's, it's basically to me, how I interpret it is honoring your husband and, um, you know, I'm still, I'm still learning this because it's hard. Like you said, Bonnie, when, when you grow up a certain way and then also on top of that, you've been through so many hard and difficult and damaging relationships. Mm-hmm. Once God blesses you with that husband, your heart might not be prepared. Right. You know, true. maybe the way that you thought you were. Right. That's because it. you're like, oh, we're going to come together and it's going to be good because we, oh, you know, we love each other. But when when things hit what what it says, when the rubber hits the road, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, OK, where is that love now? Right. Because it's a different type of love from what the world says. Love is like, oh, it's a feeling. You know, I feel good about this person, so I'm going to treat them well. But that's not God's love. God's love is unconditional. God's love is despite if we have gone the wrong path, God still loves us there. The same amount that he loves us when we're serving him, the same amount when we're doing, you know, what he wants us to do. He loves us unconditionally. And that's how he's called. He's calling us to love each other in a relationship. Yeah. And with the wives, like it says. And so when you think about I heard this preaching. Sorry, Bonnie. I'm like, but but (laughs) when I heard this preaching from this lady a couple months ago and it really hit me, she was like. Um, she was talking about restoration in her marriage mm. um, and how her and her husband were completely separate. And she was the same way like us, like, no, like, you're not going to disrespect me. And, uh-huh. and they separated so much. Wow. And um, that God revealed to her one day, like, you're not submitting to him. You're submitting to me. Mm. And because you can submit to me, you're in turn submitting to your husband. Uh-huh. So that's number one. Can we submit to God? Because if we can't even submit to our husband, that is likely that we're not submitting to God. And I noticed that I wasn't submitting to God. I was not submitting to him. And that's why I couldn't submit to my husband. Mm. Yeah, because our pride. Because of our pride, because of what we were, how we feel, we let our feelings get in the way. And so if you submit to God, Mm-hmm. And you like, God, I submit everything to you. I give you my marriage, my husband. Then we don't have to worry about whether our husband understands us or not, because we trust that God who brought this union together is going to take care of that husband. Yes. Yes. He's going to take care of him. So, and I remember the lady said that because <laughs> she said what God told her that she started crying, but oh Lord, you don't know. You telling me to submit to him. Oh, no, God, he's going to have me doing crazy stuff. That's what she said. She started crying. She's like, no, God, he's going to have me doing crazy stuff. And God told her, he said, if I if I am the God, and this still gives me chills today, if I am the God who could split the Red Sea, wow. if I am the God that can shut the mouths of lions, wow. this little old man is nothing for me. It is so true. And I think we forget that, though. See, and this is where, like, our religious spirits mm-hmm. come play because y- you forget 
how big God is. You forget how God could work in many ways. God is not just going to work in one way. Mm -hmm. God could work in many ways and nothing, there's nothing too big for him to conquer. So I think we kind of just forget. Like if God gave you your spouse, your wife or your husband, and if that is God ordained and then that is in his will, he's going to take care of your marriage. You're going to have some bumps in the road. I mean, expect that no marriage is going to be perfect. And I think that's another thing, like, even like, I think you mentioned it earlier with like movies and Hollywood and stuff like that. It's a false expectation mm-hmm. that yeah. it gives us like false hope, you know, like, yes, not to say that you can't have a happy marriage and a good marriage. Yes, you can, but there's going to be some work put into it. And that's the question is, are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing mm-hmm. like that to, to submit, to Christ. And when we say submit, we don't mean that, you know, to allow your spouse to abuse you or -hmm. anything like that. That's not what we're saying. That is complete opposite. That's toxic. That's not from the Lord. Um, But when we say submit, we just mean to, you know, support, respect Mm -hmm. your spouse, you know, um, uh, don't go around uh, uh, or even to to them, like putting them down, calling them names, Mm -hmm. you know, belittling them, you Mm -hmm. know, feel less than you know um and even with the arguments like i even pray too that like even when we argue and it sounds funny but like <laughs> to show us how to argue the right way you know in a way like yeah not to allow it to go crazy because we have we've had our blow you know blow ups and stuff like that but like not to allow it to get too crazy and disrespectful and cross a line mm-hmm. um you know because god even through that like we have to also learn how to even argue the right way. It sounds funny, mm-hmm. but no, it's true. It's true. Know? Yeah. Like not to, not to overdo it or no one to stop, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, no one to stop, no one to walk away, mm-hmm. you know, again, like don't cross certain boundaries. And it's hard at that time because when you are arguing or when you're mad, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of like allow your emotions to, to overtake you and you just fly off at the mouth or you're just ready to like, you know, do whatever. So it's important to pray, even when your marriage is going good, like it's important to pray. And this is a reminder for me to, to pray all the time about that, because then when it does come up, mm-hmm. that can activate, you know, like the Holy Spirit will be able to help you mm-hmm. to like, even know when to walk away. Yeah. And when to stop, because you don't always have to be right. I don't know who that's for. Yeah. You don't always have to be right. You could just walk away. If it's, if it's going to just kill it down, if it's going to just stop the madness, then mm-hmm. you just have to walk away. And it's, it's like putting things in perspective too. you know, now, you know, God has been dealing with me for a good amount of months uh, mm-hmm. about this and dealing with my heart and it's putting into perspective and he's brought back to recollection times that I've argued about stupid things. Yes, we all do it. And it was because of, of a sadness or anger that I had in my heart and so that was the way that I was bringing that out was by nitpicking at things and so the source of a lot of you know when you're just argumentative and when you're frustrated or it's it has to do with matters of the heart you know so I encourage everyone to ask God like show me those places in my heart that I've hid from you or maybe I don't even know and help me in those places and heal me mm. in that 
and fill my heart with your love with your love and joy because our love is conditional it's based off if you're doing something right or wrong but god's love is unconditional and even for those like who are going through a tough time right now even those who are going through like a divorce right or or a separation and i and i notice some people that they want to already jump into another relationship right away because they want to kind of fill that void or they kind of, or they think that if they jump into another relationship quickly, that'll kind of make them forget or heal in some way. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, I don't know what this is for, but that's not the way that the Lord will probably lead you to go down that path. Because like what Janice was saying that you have to heal or you have to allow God to heal you from that baggage first, because what's going to happen is you're not going to heal correctly. And then you're going to take it to your next relationship. And then mm-hmm. it's just going to continue to be like a domino effect. Yeah. And then you're going to sit there three marriages later and you're going to be like, why hasn't any of my marriages worked out? And it's because you haven't, you didn't take the time to heal. You didn't take the time to surrender mm-hmm. whatever it was to, to God, you know? And so we, we also need to be careful. It's, you know, marriages, it's a very fragile, but special Mm-hmm. Uh, you know thing that god has blessed us with it's mm-hmm. it's a gift honestly to be married <laughs> i think especially nowadays yeah but it's, it's a beautiful thing and god created it i mean look it says here uh genesis 2 21 where it says so the lord god caused the man to fall into a deep sleep which was adam and while he was sleeping he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the flesh and then the lord god made a woman from the rib you know, and which was Eve and Eve, her name actually means life giver. Um, because I think Janice mentioned it before, like what it says in, in Genesis, God said, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. So, even, you know, he, he, he created a union there because he knows that it's important. And this is why, if you notice the enemy is going rampant, trying mm-hmm. to destroy so many families. I mean, because he knows that when it's a union, when it's unity, he knows that the blessings that are mm-hmm. there, he knows you know how what is it uh there's it's strength power. In numbers, power in numbers whatever that saying is like mm-hmm. you know like it's like when you go to war right you're not gonna just come with one person versus a thousand people like mm-hmm. you know I mean, unless this is like a david and goliath kind of deal but you have to have an army right because there's mm-hmm. power and unity yeah and it's At- marriage mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it says some, I don't have the scripture, but you guys can look it up. But it just, when you were saying that, it says in the word somewhere, if any two agree on earth, it'll right. be done for them yes. in heaven. And it's not that God doesn't listen to our individual prayers, but like Bonnie was saying, there's power in unity. There's power mm-hmm. in two. If you even remember, you know, like Noah's Ark, it was two by two going two into by- the ark. It's yep. always two. He sends them out two by two. Look at them in, you know, when Jesus ascended back to um, heaven and the disciples, you know, there were apostles, they were going out two by two. You know, they were going out because there's power in, um, you know, two or more than two. There's power in numbers, like you were saying. Well, and this is why, again, the enemy is, is so like, that's his main goal is to destroy your marriage, to destroy your family. Um, to destroy that 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 unity again to break that, um, because he knows that once he could break that, 
not to say that you can't be redeemed, not to say that God can, you know, continue to work in you or anything like that. Yes, mm-hmm. he can. There may be some struggles that you probably don't have to go through, mm-hmm. but you will only because of, you know, that situation. So this is why it's important that we talk about this because I noticed so much too that the enemy also is deceiving a lot of people and thinking that, oh, marriage is not a big deal. Like, Mm-hmm. Well, like, oh, I'm not happy with you so bye next I'm gonna go to this person I'm gonna go to that person I'm gonna do this you know and that's to say we're all human we all have our you know we all fall short we all make mistakes and everything like that but if you have that mentality like there's a difference between like if you okay if you you know regret something that you've done and you fully regret it but then there's a difference between like if you have that mentality already going into your marriage like oh well whatever if if I get bored if they don't do it more then I'm out like next, you know, that's not the right mentality to have. Or a lot of people say, uh, it's just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. No, it's not just a piece of paper. It's, this is an important thing to God. Like you're getting married in front mm-hmm. of God. It's and a God, covenant before yeah, the Lord. Yeah. And he takes it seriously and we should take it seriously. You know, again, mm-hmm. that's not going to have troubling times. You're not going to, hit some bumps in the road and, and you may even feel like throwing in the towel a lot of times and just saying, Oh, forget it. I can't do with this person. Like, mm-hmm. but again, if that spouse is for you, if that's the spouse that God has for you, mm-hmm. continue to surrender your marriage to him through the rough times, through the good times, through the ugly times, like, and God, trust me when I tell you, God will help you. Yeah. God will continue to keep your marriage, you know, aligned and together. And whatever the enemy may try to throw at you to destroy your marriage, it will not prosper. It's like what the word says, right? Any weapon formed against you shall not prosper. It will not prosper. Even if it tries to, it's it's not going to stick. It's not going to work. You know, some way, somehow, it's going to, that that is going to be broken. So, yeah. And, and the, you know, um, continuing with, because we talked about wives, but it also has instructions for husbands in Ephesians 525 it says husbands love your wives as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish it says in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies he who loves his wife loves himself for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes, cherishes it just as Christ does the church because we are members of his body. And it continue, it continues on. So it's like the purpose of marriage, like this purpose in marriage, right? There's purpose. There's purpose to do work together. God's work together. Right. Um, to help each other, to support each other, to uplift one another. And it's hard. Look, it I'm, not hard. Sa- I'm saying, I'm telling you, but I'm not saying that I have done it, you know, all the time. <laughs> but that's why, you know, when you read the word and you sub- submit your marriage and your husband or your wife to the Lord, he will show you yourself, right? Because yeah. like you said, oh, we're praying for my husband. You got to change. You got to do this. But most of the time, it might be you. It might be you. Yep. It might be you who's the real big problem. And the whole time you didn't think it was, but there's purpose in marriage. And it's, you know, to me, it's to exemplify God's love because you see here how it illustrates that, you know, um, 
that that the church is the bride right the right. church is the bride as a whole so that means husband what uh you know man female and we're the bride and so how jesus loved the church right mm-hmm. so the church like us and he gave himself up for us dying mm-hmm. on the cross for us he is our groom he is mm-hmm. our husband he is to be our first love right. so it's exemplifying that love that god has for us as mm. his church and that is we're to show the same love through our union the same mm. way so you know how god is the head of the church the husband is to be the head of the household right. and it doesn't mean that the wives don't have input or they don't have any say and they're supposed to just you know same. you know wear wear a potato sack and go into the basement that's where they live yeah, potato sack <laughs> yeah no but you know there there's roles you know we each have our roles as husbands and wives to play in a marriage and those differences it what it's what makes it work that's what makes it work and and i think too especially nowadays there's so much with that because um there's like the roles are trying to be reversed and you know the women are trying to be men and then you have some are trying to be the woman and that's not going to work and this is why there's so much destruction um because like janice was saying god created these roles on purpose there's a reason mm-hmm. so like as women you, usually we're more like nurturing and we can multitask a little bit better men are more like you know to provide and protect for the family not to say that the woman can't provide also yes there are certain situations where you have single mothers out there and god is helping them and everything like that but mm-hmm even though he will help you in that struggle, but he never intended it to be that way. He intended for, again, for two to be in the household, to raise the family, to raise the children, to be fruitful, to multiply, you know, um, and all of that. So those are the roles mainly that has given to us. And when we try to overstep those roles and when we try to like take it upon ourselves and be like, oh, well, I'm the man, blah, 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 you know, uh, mm-hmm. that there's a lot of destruction you well, know even now- in like the go ahead yeah no 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 go ahead uh, even like in the book i just wanted to mention i'm reading this book i don't have too many facts yet because i just started it's called his brain her brain mm. right how divinely designed differences can strengthen your marriage i'm reading this by walt Larimore and his wife barb barb Larimore. Barb. Yeah, yeah what a name barb not even barbara <laughs> but um <laughs> but you know when i'm reading through it cuz they're doctors right um there's there's known differences in our brains like male and female there's parts of our brains that are bigger than men's and so um they're talking about even like differences in hearing differences wow. in smell and taste you know um how women tend to we're able to smell things like we're able to smell our husband's stinky socks. Like it could be, it could be all the way downstairs or something, and we could smell it because we have that heightened sense of smell. Right. Men don't have that. Yeah. Men, you know, men they're more logical. Yes, black and white. Yeah, mm-hmm. more logical with things. Um. So it just goes to show how you yes. know, and I and I think it's a really good book so far. So I'll put it in our like description if you want to order it. I got it from Focus on the Family, like for a donation. Right. Um, but I'm sure it's still on Amazon too. But, you know, it's important to know that God created our brains differently 
so that we can work together. And if we, if we learn how to understand those differences and instead appreciate of- them, exactly, instead of being like, well, why he can't be like this? Why can't he show me this the way he does? It's because mm-hmm. a lot of it, it's, he's not able to because of his own brain. His own- <laughs> and same for us too because why is she so emotional why is she Yo, you know so this uh, yes her emotions yeah. all over the place because that's how we're wired especially it talks about you know when ovulation and all this stuff mm-hmm. that we have more progesterone and estrogen and our mm-hmm. testosterone goes up a little bit then it goes down you know so it just goes to show that we're literally wired differently but we're not so far apart where we can't come to an understanding of mm-hmm. who we are. Right. Yes. You know? yeah, I think God balanced that out, obviously, perfectly, because it is true. Now, it's not to say that now we're going to take this information and run with it. And then now we're just going to like, uh, you know, overdo it now and now make excuses. Like if we're just if we just want to be emotional that day and we're gonna be like, I'm, it's not my fault. I'm just wired this way. And we're just like over exaggerating <laughs> things. I'm not saying yeah. to go and because now that could get sickening real quick um you know there has to be a balance there just there really does have to be balance and you do have to be considerate of your spouse as well you know kind of like try to put yourself in their shoes sometimes and see like man you know is it me like am Mm -hmm. i being am i being needy am i being too dramatic am i you know whatever the case but i think that's a that's a really good book and Mm -hmm. a lot because instead of trying to it's true because i've done it too like well, why can't he just be more this? Why can't he be yeah. more? Can he be, you know, whatever? And it's literally because God is like, because you fool. Yeah. <laughs> I made yeah. you guys different. Like, stop trying to over. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Stop trying to change what I created. And that's yeah. the problem is that we try, we don't notice it, but we try to sometimes like change what God already created. And that's when the problems come in. And again, this is why I like, not all the time, but this is why most of the time we just run into issues because we're trying to, in a way like be god and we can't like god already did what he did it's set in stone you know like even now i don't know coming up but even now with you know people trying to change into other genders and creating all these different genders and doing this and doing that like it's that's not from the lord i'm sorry to say and it's not to be offensive but this is just the truth and you have to hear the truth, whether you agree with it or not. Like God created things the way that they are supposed to be. And now that we as people are trying to change it so drastically, yeah. this is why we have allowed so many things to come into this world and so many things to come into our life. And we, if we could just follow what the Lord is telling us to do, we'll be all right. You know, but... When we try to take things into our own hands, mm-hmm. try to change again what God has already ordained, this is this is where the problem begins. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And and you know, I'm gonna I know you started a while ago. I think I'm just gonna start from Genesis again. Um, you know, and like from the Bible, like reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you see how perfect God made everything before yeah. the fall, you know, before Adam and Eve sinned and and you know, and even even then, you know, before the fall, I saw something interesting. Um, I think it was on Instagram or something. Um, someone asked uh, Jackie Perry, mm-hmm. who I like, um, do you think we're going to have jobs in heaven? And she said, she said, I think so. 
but because if you remember, look back in Genesis, um, God gave Adam the job mm-hmm. of naming the animals and basically taking care of yeah e- Eden, right? And but it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like oh we don't want to do this we're gonna you know be happy doing it but it just goes to show that God already created everything the way it's supposed to be like you said yeah. He created male and female He created us to enjoy working or doing something for him. You know, he already put all those things in us. He created our brain to be different. You know, we're supposed to be each other's helpers and lift each other up and support each other. And when we get into the thing of pride, which I know for myself, Mm -hmm. and we get into the thing of trying to change what God intended, that's where frustration comes in. That's where anger comes in. That's where misunderstandings come in. Because if we practice or pray to God on a daily basis, like, God, help me to love not only my spouse, but other people the way that you love me, I think mm-hmm. it will change Definitely. the perspective. And if you want, if, if your husband is acting up and acting crazy, right? <laughs> Leaving it to God to be like, God, you can change this man. There's nothing that you can do or show him the mm-hmm. error of his ways. Right. Instead of taking it upon ourselves, which I've done, Trying to take it upon yourself and be like, I'm going to try to teach him a lesson because he got to learn. Yep. Then he don't learn. Then he don't learn. Okay. And then you get mad why he don't learn. Right. So if you just leave it up to God and you worry about, it's as simple as worry about your relationship with God. And everything flows when you are focused on the Lord and you're submitting to him daily in everything you do in, in your heart in everything that you are. He will take care of everything around you and you don't even have to worry about it. And I could I could attest to that too, because that's so true. Like, again, that happened with me. I was so focused on like, God, change my husband, change my husband, you know. And when God started working on me and then one day I like literally fully just surrendered my husband to God. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like a bad person. You know, I'm just saying like whatever. No, I know. And I literally was like, you know what? I cannot do this. Like, I cannot keep stressing over like how I think he should be, how I think he should love me, how I think he should, you know. Mm-hmm. And I literally that day surrendered him to God. Like, I fully did because you know sometimes we say we surrender, but we really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally that day sur- I said, that's it. I'm not gonna worry anymore. I'm literally just gonna worry about my me myself and my relationship with you, and that's it. And it literally mm-hmm. once I did that, like fully, completely, I started to see. And it's because I was not trying to take control anymore, you know, so I feel. And control too. control comes from lack of trust in God. Oh, that's true. Yep. Right. We want to control it because we don't believe that God can really change or he will take over. And we want to take it upon ourselves because we want it right now. Right. Yep. But what it turns out, we're just going in circles for years. Yep. <laughs> trying to change the same person and yeah. in, in that process we're becoming angry yes angry, angry and- bitter resentful like, yeah no it's very true i uh-huh. feel like to kind of okay close out this episode maybe um i wanted to mm-hmm. read first corinthians chapter 13 verses four through eight mm-hmm. and it says love endures long and is pa- and is patient and kind Love never is envious, nor boils over with jealousy. It's not boastful, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited or arrogant and inflated with pride. Uh, It is not rude 
and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, like we were just saying, mm-hmm. or it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. And the last verse, it says, love never fails, never fades out, becomes obsolete, or comes to an end. As the prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it would be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they would be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it would pass away and it would value and be superseded by truth. Amen. Amen. So I just wanted to, I feel like we should have you know, closed mm-hmm. out with that first. And just, like, again, it's a reminder you know, how, how we should love one each other or one another in not only our marriages, but even in just any relationship, but especially our marriages. But again, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have rough times and whatever God is leading you to do, even if it's leading you to even therapy, you know, whatever it is that God has to do to kind of restore your marriage. Mm -hmm. As long as you put God first, as long as you surrender it to him, he's going to lead and he's going to restore and redeem you know what has been trying to get destroyed in your yes yes amen so do you want to pray or i can pray uh you could pray if you want okay whatever yeah all right thank you lord jesus for today thank you for another day lord god thank you for blessing um, bonnie and i to be able to do this episode on marriage lord god we pray for Anyone who listens to this episode, Lord, we pray over their marriages, their future marriages. Um, Maybe they're going through a separation or divorce right now, Lord God. But I pray, Lord, that you bless them with the strength, Lord, to keep going, to Mm -hmm. trust in you, to submit to you in all their ways, Lord, to submit that husband over, to submit that wife, to submit that relationship over to you, Lord, to have trust in you and to know that you are a good God, Lord, and you will always work things out for your glory, Lord. We pray, Lord God, that whoever listens, Lord, that you touch their hearts and their minds, that they, that you help them to see things differently, that your Holy Spirit start ministering to them about their own marriage or their own relationship, Lord. And maybe they're trying to take over. Maybe they're trying to um, control situations. Maybe they're trying to change their husband or wife, Lord. But I pray, Lord God, that you help them to focus on their relationship with you. Yes. And to give it all to you, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, you know, above all, Lord, that you need to teach us is love. Lord God, it all comes down to love. The way, Lord Jesus, that you loved your church, that you gave yourself to to us, Lord, that you died for us, Lord, that you love us unconditionally, Lord, without restraint, without any excuses, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you help each and every one of us, Lord, to love one another, Lord, with the love that you give us. Lord, to love each other with, Lord. Same with our spouses, Lord God. Help us to forgive one another. Be quick to forgive. Be quick to um, overlook sin, Lord. That love, it says love covers a multitude of sins, Lord. Help us not to be like, oh, look, you're wrong or point out flaws, Lord, but to cover those things by your grace and your mercy, Lord God. Help us, Lord, with any hurts and pains that we may have in our hearts from past relationships, from past disappointments, 
Um, I pray, Lord God, that you help us to invite you in into that place of pain, that you can heal us, Lord Jesus, because you have all power and authority to heal us and to fill that place, Lord, with your love, with your joy, with your mercy, with your forgiveness, with your understanding, Lord God. And I just pray, Lord, that you help us to keep our eyes on you again. We thank you for everyone who listened today, Lord. We bless them in your mighty name, Jesus. We pray that you cover them and watch over them and their families. We pray that you continue to use them for your mighty purpose, Lord, and for your will. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. As always, thank you for listening in today. We pray that you continue to take this Jesus journey with us. And remember to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Salt and Light Podcast. And remember our email, saltandlight1111 at gmail.com if you ever want to reach out to us. Until next time, God bless.